Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information from the abraham lincoln radio studio at the george washington broadcast center jack armstrong and joe getty the armstrong and getty show i noticed that the um various people living in their vehicles parking lot thingy right here by the radio station is Got a couple of new additions, but the guy with the busted-down old RV got a new electric bike, it looked like, overnight. Oh, cool. Those are expensive. They are. I'd like to get one. Congratulate him on affording that. Yeah, exactly. I'd like to get one, but I was looking at them, and they seemed a little pricey, but luckily he's a... He's somehow, as a homeless guy living in a busted-down RV, uh, come up with an electric bike somehow, and he was working on it this morning. What a weird... I was actually thinking about that as I drove in. The combination of watching that hearing yesterday, which I thought was Watergate-level stuff, and it getting no attention on the news, and then people just living on the streets with obvious stolen goods, and mm-hmm. nobody cares. It's just I'm, I'm close to, like, losing my mind. The law no longer enforced. Uh, you have prosecutors vowing to let everybody out of prison. It's, uh, these are odd times. Yeah. I, uh, I, I, sometimes I feel like I'm, I'm just like, I can't adjust to the new reality, but well, adjust, you must. Yeah. Good t-shirt for us. Adjust, you must. Uh, I mean, for instance, uh, the most powerful law enforcement agencies in the world and the most powerful media outlets telling you something is not true. That's not true. That's not true. You can't say that. You're not allowed to say that. That's not true. Then turning around and saying, oh yeah, it's true. We've known it's true all along and paying no price for it. That's uh, strange times to be living in. 
and actually in like half of the American population who gained some momentary tribal advantage through that dishonesty refused to acknowledge it or atone for it. It's uh, something to see. So that Jason Aldean song, the country star that's getting so much attention, try that in a small town. Clearly a pro-lynching song, according to somebody. Um, the reasoning being... One of the things he says you're not going to try in a small town, they show videos of the uh, Black Lives Matter riots. And he recorded the live performance part of the uh, video in front of an old courthouse in Mississippi, I think, that was 100 years ago the site of a lynching or something. Or okay. more than one, I don't know. Well, he uses a lot of examples, though, of try that in a small town. and you know, Sure. And, yeah. Shoplifting crime, spitting in a cop's face. Right. But uh, if you parked... An RV, a busted-down old RV, just on the street and set up a tent in most small towns. Somebody would come along and say, what are you doing? Yeah, you got to move. Oh, the court said, unless you got a shelter bed for me. Yeah, that's fine. you got to move. you got to go somewhere. And then if they didn't, they'd impound the truck and tow it off somewhere and put you in jail if you didn't leave. I mean, just, you're just not going to do that. Honestly, that's the way it is in like 35 states. Right. So weird. The 15 that let that happen are very big and populous. Yeah. All right. I can't tell if I'm getting like super neurotic or inability to adjust to the new world or what. I don't know. People often say one of your most endearing qualities is your your ability to be astounded by things (laughs) over and over again. (laughs) So do you want to touch on uh, politics real briefly here? The Jake Tapper thingy. I, I don't, I don't, is this the current sheet? If we keep having problems with the sound sheet. Oh, boy. I don't, I don't know who I can trust anymore. Oh, 55, <laughs> Michael. In New Hampshire, right now, according to this poll, Donald Trump holds a 14-point lead over Florida Governor Ron DeSantis. That's 37% to 23%. This is a new poll from the University of New Hampshire Survey Center. South Carolina Senator Tim Scott is in third place. He has 8%, followed by former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie and North Dakota Governor Doug Burgum at 6% each. Vivek Ramaswamy and former South Carolina Governor Nikki Haley are both at 5% with all others at 1% or below. Ramaswamy is now up to third place in a national poll with like some, uh, you know, decent numbers. It's still a gazillion miles behind uh, Trump like everybody else. Um, I, I read a National Review piece about Ron DeSantis and they said, this is what your skill is. This is what made you a superstar. Go into hostile media environments and battle them. And that is how I became aware of him. I became aware of him when somebody would hit him with a stupid question and he would parry it easily, you know, and make the media look stupid. That, that's how I became aware of his name. Yeah, we played the clips on the show several times. Right. And then he decided to abandon that when he's running for president for some reason. Seems like an odd choice. Yeah, I would agree. Uh, this is, uh, do we, we say what this is now? Let's just run it. 56, just for chuckles. And my new campaign slogan is, and I made this up myself, by the way. They didn't make this up. I made it up. It's called Magagagagagagaga. Make America great and glorious and good and gruesome and gigantic and gluey and gooey. That's a pretty good Trump. Whoever that is. All right. That was just silly. Have you heard this uh, Biden campaign ad? I have not. It's on Sunshine. I haven't either. Is it worth playing? Who got that? Is it? I don't know. Yeah, let's hear it. 
It's uh, Joe features Biden uh, Marjorie had- Taylor Greene. Joe Biden had the largest public investment in social infrastructure and environmental programs that is actually finishing what FDR started that LBJ expanded on. And Joe Biden is attempting to complete programs to address education, medical care, urban problems, rural poverty, transportation, Medicare, Medicaid, labor unions. And he still is working on it. Good eye the beholder ad. So at Marjorie Taylor Greene laying out what is wrong with the Biden administration. They're saying, yeah, we did do that, and our crowd likes that. So, Yeah, that's interesting. Sure. Yes, Katie? Video out via Twitter with, I approve this message. Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. Yeah, well, it's good. She could have done a better job of explaining why that stuff was bad. But We are 498 days away from the presidential election. Keep that in mind, everyone. And, of course, I still don't think Joe Biden's running. And who knows what the Republican's going to run. Uh, so that depressed did me you, for some reason. I don't you, know. Maybe I'm easily depressed. Did you see the video of him on the beach the other day? Biden? Yeah. No. Oh, you didn't? Yeah, so he no. he went to the beach. He was laying in uh, swim trunks on a lawn chair. Did he have a hot dog with Mitt Romney? In the sun. we got to get to that again later just because I find that funny. That's not a politics thing. That's just a... It's a hot dog thing. It's a hot dog thing. Um, uh, but, yeah, and I thought, what the, one, he, uh, you know, we should all look that good when we're 80 years old. In, I got hairy legs. In just our swimsuit. <laughs> He's blindingly white, as am I. But I just, who, past the age of, like, I don't know, 45, certainly 50, lays in the sun. Kind of usually you've abandoned that, and he's just white as a sheet of paper, laying on a lawn chair flat out in the sun, like like he's tanning his legs and chest at the beach. And nobody's really noticing him either by paying attention. Back to your never-ending capacity to be surprised by things, I announced, I think it was six months ago, that I was embracing being fat tan guy (laughs) and would pursue that uh, at every opportunity. Okay, how's that going for you? Eh, It's kind of on and off. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, I felt committed to it, but then I kind of lost interest. <laughs> Fat tan guy. <laughs> well, yeah, the guy who you know walks down the beach or through the park or whatever, shirtless and right. nice and tan, but clearly fat. Right. <laughs> but the guy who just doesn't give a damn. Yeah, that I yeah. was. I can't remember. Was I on vacation? I can't remember. But I was. I was struck by the number of guys who like they let their their freak flag fly or their. Uh, I drink too much beer flag fly. Men and women. Uh, utterly comfortable with them. Oh, women, too. Oh, my gosh, yeah. Yeah, if you're not convinced America has an obesity crisis, go to the beach. Yeah, yeah no kidding. Uh, but there, there, there does seem to be a, a personality type, or maybe you cross a line somewhere. I don't know how it works, where you try to wear stuff at the beach that kind of conceals your body. Mm-hmm. Because you know you're not in a, not in the shape you'd like to be. Uh, maybe next year, but uh, not this year. And uh, but <laughs> but then there's all the either either have a different personality, different personality, or you cross a line where you think that's it. I don't care anymore. And you're w- willing to wear either really tight stuff or not much stuff at all, and just let your what you are uh, show, which I admire, but am not able to do myself. Sure, it's the whole three stages. You uh, you worry about what people think of you. You don't worry about what people think of you. Then you realize they're not thinking of you. Right. Nobody cares. Well, I care about this. Even the liberal New York Times 
reporting on the Biden administration banning funding to the Wuhan Institute of Virology. The article is written up in such a way that it is an absolutely successful indictment of that den of viral leakage. Uh, it's now undeniable that uh, that at the very least, the banning of the discussion of the lab leak theory was an obscenity and a First Amendment violation. And as Ian Bremer tweeted out yesterday, why is this story not getting more attention? I, I agree. That, among other things, Mitt Romney on his hot dogs. If you haven't heard that, it's pretty funny. Uh, all on the way. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to fifteen hundred dollars again sign up using code buckeye and receive up to fifteen hundred dollars back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and game sense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with mgm northfield park that's 1-800-GAMBLER Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then, HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling wrong codes and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Just because being a dad is my the most dominant part of my life, and 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 happily so, uh, I got a uh, something I want to point about out about the women's world cup soccer tournament that is starting today and the women's team and are uh, hoping to win another gold medal etc just one thing i want you to listen for so stay tuned for that nugget all right fair enough and then the staff did a brilliant job in putting together a bunch of sound and information on these a soldier went AWOL and defected to North Korea. I don't get the idea america is hanging on every moment's developments 
I think most people have the same reaction. This dipstick did something incredibly idiotic. I don't wish him ill, but I'm not that concerned about it. No, and I, I hope we don't do what we often do is we trade some horrifying character uh, to another country to get back some numbnuts that did something stupid. Yeah, his mom is in the news, desperate to have him back from North Korea. Sure she don't is. blame her. Of course you are, ma'am, and, and we wish you well, but... Yeah, I'm not going to hold my breath. How about uh, uh, Mr. Gershowitz from the Wall Street Journal who is being held by Russia? I'm more concerned about him. Anyway, speaking of foreign lands and the things they do, uh, the New York Post puts it rather succinctly. The U.S. government has scrapped funding for the controversial Wuhan Institute of Virology, long scrutinized as the possible origin of COVID-19, after the facility didn't fork over documents about safety and security, according to a report. The New York Times, a bit more scholarly in their descriptions, uh, taking steps to impose a 10-year ban on funding for the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the Chinese, Chinese research laboratory at the center of a heated debate over the origins of the coronavirus pandemic, according to a memo made public by the House Subcommittee on Tuesday evening, etc., cetera, etc., cetera. The memo written by an official at the Department of Health and Human Services said the Institute had failed to comply with repeated requests from the National Institutes of Health for laboratory notebooks and other documents necessary to establish its safety practices. I would mention to the New York Times that that heated debate over the origins of the coronavirus pandemic was silenced for many, many months. You were more than happy to collaborate with that silencing of any dissent on behalf of the Chinese communist government and in cooperation with the United States government, one of the darker chapters in First Amendment history. As make no mistake, the government was pressuring private enterprises to censor, which is as good as government censoring. But anyway, our government has said, no, the Wuhan Institute is so wildly unsafe, they won't even report what their safety practices are. We can't give them money. Yeah, yeah, we know. Some of us have known that for quite some time. Um, and this is just an admission, as far as I can see it, of, yeah, you were right, people like us, or um, uh, John Stewart, or whoever else thought, obviously it came out of that lab. What are you talking about? Or at the very least, if I was going to be extra fair... The question is a legitimate one to ask. Don't even forget, don't forget, it was forbidden to even ask the question about a possible leak from the lab. Even though the Chinese government was aggressively uncooperative with the world, trying to understand how this thing started and what it was made of. And yet, because Trump said it might have leaked out of that lab, immediately the, the sheep of the media said, Trump for, I against Trump for, I against. In fact, I hurt anybody who agree with Trump. These are the geniuses of the New York Times. You people are about as intelligent as an amoeba when your ideological, you know, uh, urges are provoked. What was that weird Frankenstein-like patter you had there with not all the words in the sentence? I was thinking more in terms of a caveman. Okay. A primitive human. (laughs) But uh, Frankenstein, who was definitely uh, neurologically addled, just as good. Right. But these alleged intellectuals, so easily manipulated, 
that if Trump said the sun is hot and the oceans have salt water, they would have written angry editorials explaining how the sun was cold and the Pacific Ocean was full of fresh water that you could drink immediately. <laughs> you people are so easily <laughs> manipulated. Aren't you ashamed of yourselves? Can I uh, now hear the Mitt Romney clip again? Is it time for that? Because I really enjoyed this. Of course. Make mine with mustard and relish. Well, as you all know, today is National Hot Dog Day. And uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. I love hot dogs. Uh, I love them in buns. I love them outside of buns. I love them with baked beans. I just like hot dogs. It's the best you know, best meat there is, without question. So to all of you who, like me, are celebrating uh, National Hot Dog Day, uh, congratulations to you. And may there be many, many more hot dogs served in our wonderful land. Hot dog is my favorite meat. <laughs> that hot dog is my favorite meat. Hot dog is my favorite meat. <laughs> Did the lobbyist from Oscar Mayer drop 10 mil on his campaign fund or something? That hot dog is my favorite meat. Here's my one thing I wanted to point out. So the World Cup women's soccer starts. We have a really good team uh, again this year, and we've won a couple of times now, and so this will get a heck of a lot of attention. One of the stars of the team is Trinity Rodman, and that last name is, yeah, the Dennis Rodman's daughter. But you're going to hear that a gazillion times. I just want you to know this. He almost never was around, didn't pay his child support. She grew up at least part of her life living in a cheap hotel with her mom because they didn't have any money. Dad played no flipping role in her life. So shut up with the she's Dennis Rodman's daughter and oh. kind of chuckling about what well, just like the old man. Hopefully not. Hopefully not anything like the old man, at least as a human being. Just like the immoral, uninvolved, unforgivable sperm donor. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I hate those stories when they when they treat it like it's cool. Uh, if you miss an hour of the show, grab the podcast, Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Is this the commercial that is going to make Congress get off their buttocks and do something about regulation around AI. Governor Kim Reynolds is a conservative champion. She signed the heartbeat bill and stands up for Iowans every day. So why is Donald Trump attacking her? I opened up the governor position for Kim Reynolds in which she fell behind. I endorsed her, did big rallies, and she won. Now she wants to remain neutral. I don't invite her to events. Trump should fight Democrats. So that's all you need to hear. That sounded like Trump's voice more or less. It was an AI creation. It was him reading a, or it was a voice sounding like Trump reading something. He tweeted out. So it was his words. Not that misleading, I guess. I mean, it was his words that he truthed out, but he never said them. Interesting judgment call there. Is that fair or not? Well, that's what they're trying to look into, and it got a lot of attention, at least according to the dispatch. And, okay, what are we going to do about this whole AI situation. There was a an ad last month, you might remember, where the DeSantis campaign released a video that showed Trump and Fauci hugging each other in a way. That was a faked up AI hug picture thingy also. And uh, trying to lay down some rules around this and figure out what's okay, what's not okay. Do you just need to have at the end of every spot uh, that was a voice created by artificial intelligence or something? Um, 
the problem with that, I mean, you could make that fly with, with official campaign ads, but the problem with that, and uh, I know I've said this before, but I think everybody really needs to hear this because it's going to be so true this election cycle. There's going to be no difference in a voter's mind between the official campaign ad, a super PAC ad, or an ad put together by some guy who just likes the candidate. Or some North Korean. Or some, North, or some Russian or North Korean. Right, yeah. There'll be no <clears throat> differentiation as those ads just fly around and you see them. So you can have the rule about, you got to have a little thing at the end saying, voice created by artificial intelligence for the campaign and probably the super PAC, but the dude in his basement or the North Korean, yeah, 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 good luck policing that. Yeah, not so much. Well, and I'm just picturing various scenarios like, um, you know, a, a private exchange, sarcastic, humorous, whatever. I ought to kill him. Uh, that, and my, what if I killed him? I mean, we say crazy, sarcastic stuff like that uh, all the time behind sure. the scenes. Uh, then you you have AI voice Joe Getty saying, I want to kill him. Changing the inflection and the tone and the meaning. Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's spicy times, no doubt. Things are getting weird, and they're getting weird fast. Yeah, reading this long piece about Congress regulating this and various things people say, it's just it's never going to happen. There's going to be nothing you can do about it. <laughs> Utterly ineffective, yeah. Uh, yes, it's just maybe maybe you should just, I should stop talking about it, because whatever you attempt to do, doesn't you know, whatever, good luck with that. Yeah, if you announce a brand new uh, program or filter or whatever at 10 a.m., by noon they'll have figured out a way around it. Well, I think the campaigns the campaigns may have already figured this out. Why would we ever spend a gazillion dollars on an ad that is subject to all of these FEC regulations and rules? Well, we could just have some guy in his basement who's good with Photoshop put the same message out with no rules attached to it. And mm-hmm. it'll get way more attention. That That's what's going to happen. And there'll be several layers of plausible deniability in between. But that that's what's going to happen, isn't it? Sure. Yeah, absolutely. We got an email earlier uh, from a listener saying, best campaign ad ever. Well, it wasn't an ad. It was like a five and a half minute video. It was excellent. Uh, but it's gone semi-viral. And so why are you buying an ad on NBC, for instance? Right. Again, some with, cable system. with all the regulations involved from in, in, in things you can and can't say in length and, right. you know, disclaimers and stuff. Why? 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 Why even uh, get into that? Well, enough gloom, doom and politics. That's what I say. I, Joe Getty, I'm about humanity and humans. A couple of interesting stories I've come across. Number one, uh, a study published Monday in The Lancet, which is the big uh, British medical journal, right? found that the use of hearing aids can reduce the risk of cognitive decline by about half for adults with more risk factors for dementia, such as elevated blood pressure, higher rates of diabetes, lower education and income, and those living alone. Study presented at the Alzheimer's Association International Conference in Amsterdam. They mentioned a number of medical heavyweights saying uh, how interesting and important this is. I'd actually read about this a couple of years ago. That if you can't hear as an older person, you tend to withdraw. You don't take in nearly as much interaction or information, and you kind of withdraw into yourself. And I could see why that would, you know, contribute to cognitive decline. That is interesting. That makes sense. But I've known older people who said they got hearing aids and they and they stopped wearing them because they realized there's so much crap I don't want to hear, like the squeaking of my brakes or the, you know, 
uh, hmm. the, the, the scraping of a chair in a room or all kinds of different things that I couldn't hear before. It was awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the technology will continue to advance that might deal with some of those issues. But anyway, um, and that was randomized trial Lancet. over three years. The Lancet, my recommendation for any boil. Oh, boy. Uh, and then this also, this has to do with men and women and the way we communicate. Um, and, and, and yes, there are men and there are women. And that's it. Uh, having said that, how do we not all know some simple truths about men and women and how they communicate and how it's different? I mean, I've gotten it through various sources. There are popular books. Men are from Mars. Women are from Venus. There was uh, Defending the Caveman, Rob Barnett's fabulous one-man show that was all about that sort of thing. And then I come across this from uh, Dr. Andrew Thomas, who wrote, Mansplaining is an unhelpful term, both from a clash of communication styles. People who use the label often push the narrative that men are intentionally patronizing toward women. Right. Psst, some are. Don't be that guy. He says, but such a hard conclusion also disregards how men cultivate relationships, which can be very different to women. Male conversation is often dominated with knowledge exchange and recommendations about things. You should try this. Have you done that? And it often lacks talking about emotions and people. Have you heard about or that must have felt even a quick Twitter poll shows this. 93% of men say the content of their conversations with same-sex friends is best categorized as knowledge versus feelings. For women, it's not 93%. It's 42%. It's less than half. Hmm. So forgetting about whether that's right or wrong, the point is that the types of conversations men have to become closer to one another are often different than the ones women have. So what happens when a man, in an effort to become closer to a woman, applies the same communication style they use to build relationships with other men? You guessed it. Stop mansplaining. It's a failure of cross-sex mind reading, perhaps. Poor social skills and emotional intelligence on uh, the part of the man. But the irony is, assuming the motive to be patronizing rather than relationship building is also potentially a failure of cross-sex mind reading by the women. Final thought, people who are patronizing are rarely patronizing to just one sex. They're patronizing to everyone. Excellent point. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. It's got a lot of M word and M W word in it, which I don't appreciate, of course. Oh, men and women? Yeah. Please you gotta ask how not they use oh, gender you language shut up. to, to I'm not a violent man. I'm not a violent man. I'm gonna put your lights out if you interrupt the show again. <laughs> uh it reminds me of uh, one of the my favorite parts of Defending the Caveman, which I've mentioned before, and it it really honestly it helped me in my relationship with my wife, is that women will talk about things that that aren't a waste that, of time. <laughs> aren't critical there there's no they don't want a solution they don't want you to tell them what you think and and rob in his show which was terrific talked about you know hunter gatherer societies and the job of the men the job of the women the hunting and the gathering and the blah blah blah, blah and that women would would pick berries and then store them, et cetera, et cetera. And among women, cooperation was incredibly helpful or important. And when a woman is telling you the things that happened in her day and, and what she's worried about, blah, blah, she's telling you where her berries are. It's a compliment. And that for some reason, that made a great impression on me. And I thought, oh, cool. All right, super. It's like you trust thing. me. You're, I'm part of your your critical circle of people. I don't particularly care that the dryer was slower than normal today drying the towels, but 
you know, you're blah, sharing blah, with blah, me. Blah, 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 blah. Uh, see, you'll understand when you grow up, little girl. <laughs> and and I apologize for stealing your childhood. Well, and also, if you if you recognize that uh, the, the person talking to you is not looking for a solution, it gets you off the hook of having to think, okay, how do we fix this? Well, they don't want to be. Let's want... see, your boss is mean, but they're powerful within the company, so how do we undermine them? No, that's not, it's not necessary. Right. What was the one you do you want to be hugged, heard or helped? Right. Hugged, heard or helped. The three H's. Yeah. Heard, not hurt. I never want to be hugged. So you can take that one off the table. Oh, but um, hurt or helped is pretty good. Or hindered. <laughs> Would you like me to make your life more difficult? Because that's kind of a, a specialty of mine. <laughs> hindered. Hilarious. Um, we will finish strong next. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. Today, more than ever, we're all looking for ways to save, especially on medical bills. But where do you start? Unless you're a medical bill expert, finding savings can seem impossible. And who has the time? HealthLock is a healthcare technology company that securely connects with your family's insurance and reviews your medical claims as they come in from your healthcare providers. Then HealthLock's technology flags and alerts you to any errors like overbilling, wrong codes and frauds to help you and your family save. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from selected past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save more than $130 million. Saving on medical bills starts with knowing where to look, and HealthLock makes it easy to find and fix hidden medical bill errors. To save, visit HealthLock.com. Do it today before you see another healthcare provider. That's healthlock.com. This message comes from Viking, committed to exploring the world in comfort. Journey through the heart of Europe on an elegant Viking longship with thoughtful service, destination-focused dining, and cultural enrichment on board and on shore. And every Viking voyage is all-inclusive with no children and no casinos. Discover more at Viking.com. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Since crossing that border, King's exact whereabouts are unknown, but a U.S. official telling me King was taken away in a van and is believed to be in North Korea's capital, Pyongyang. Oh, boy. You make, you make decisions in life that can uh, have a great... Great effects on down the road. That was uh, that was not not a good decision, young man. 
Yeah, yeah, that's a really, really terrible decision. <laughs> wow. So uh, I just came across this. I'm trying to find. There was a really funny uh, comment on it. Uh, I'll find it eventually. Uh, so there's this article that's getting sent. It's gone viral, of course, from some odd, fringy rag uh, or website. Is coffee racist? How drinking coffee perpetuates white supremacy. Yeah, I saw that. Created by black people for black people and now a pillar of white supremacist capitalism. If you consume coffee, you're helping an industry built on racism. And then they launch into this, which is just, all right, first of all, come on. Is there anybody left who doesn't understand everything is called racism to get you on your heels so you don't argue with the person making that claim? Oh, James Lindsay with a great, um, he had the, the definition of white, uh, what was it, of critical race theory, calling everything you want to control racist until you control it. Mm. I thought that was well and succinct, but here you go. Here's how you know coffee's racist. <clears throat> if you're a person of color, you know what I'm talking about. You walk into a new coffee shop and your senses are overwhelmed with whiteness and you get the glare from Karen's. The white hipster barista lines herself up between you and the bathrooms, ready to tell you non-customers aren't welcome. <sighs> okay. That's a stretch, but here's where it gets really crazy. If you have a white coffee drinking friend, he or she may have even let you in on the old coffee joke white coffee drinkers share when people of color aren't around. Here it is. Okay, I'm, Us, I'm, I'm we missed, white people, we of course, <laughs> we I, know this one. I must have missed that meeting. I go to a lot of coffee places. I haven't heard this. Here's the one all us white coffee drinkers throw around when the, when the people of color aren't around. There are three things that are necessary in order to make a cup of coffee, and they are, first, a black man to roast the coffee, second, a yellow man to grind it, and third, a white man to drink it. <laughs> I don't think any human in the history of the planet has uttered those words. And if they had, I don't know who they are, where they are, or what their problem is, but that's idiotic. Well, I doubt it's very accurate Where for most coffee you're drinking. Or all coffee you're drinking. Well, I'm here to validate your lived experience, writes the staff of Afru. Uh, coffee is, in fact, horribly racist, and there's data to back it up. Every facet of the coffee industry is, in fact, rooted in racism. From the moment the whites viciously stole co coffee from black and brown people to the present-day Karen sipping her morning cup of white supremacy, whites have been able to drink the fruits of our labor and our culture with impunity. Now, you see, this is another great example of is this, am I being jerked around and now somebody's going to laugh? These idiots took this seriously and talked about it on their radio show. Or is this somebody being serious because there's plenty of stuff out there just as stupid that people write and say seriously? Well, another if it's cup a of white supremacy sounds pretty over the top. <laughs> if it's a parody, they've gone to an incredible amount of trouble. The article is long and, and footnoted and examples and links and stuff. And it's on a website that is a completely developed website, AFRU, How to Be an Ally, We Support Black Artists, blog about, blah, 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 blah. Well, if 2 plus 2 equals 4 can be white supremacy, certainly coffee can be. Well, enjoy another cup of white supremacy, everybody. Another nightmare airline story, and I don't know when we're ever going to finally get this fixed somehow, but we had one the other day about some people... If you've ever been trapped on a plane for a very, very, very long time, hey, we don't have a gate right now, so we're going to have to wait for just a minute. 
God dang it, I can't believe that there aren't regulations to deal with that. But anyway, here's one where you're not stuck on the plane, but you're stuck at the gate. Have you ever had this deal? You're not, you can't leave the gate because they might at any moment announce we have the plane and you got to get on and, and, and you're going. And so you got to hang around the gate 33 hours at one of your big uh, New York City airports, John F. Kennedy Airport. Is headed to Hawaii. I'm sure these people were very excited to go to Hawaii on a vacation, or whatever. Thirty-three hours of you got to hang around the gate. Don't, don't leave very far. At any point, we might get the uh, problem fixed. That's a long time. By my figures, that's a full day, and then a nine-hour delay. Right, a nine-hour delay alone. Well, amen to that. They did all get a twelve-dollar food voucher for the. Sorry for your inconvenience. Oh. Appreciate your patience. They've got to it's, uh, call it even. Please strike appreciate your patience from your screed, because that, that only makes people angrier. If you think that lowers people's temperature, it increases people's temperature. It takes for your patience. What? <laughs> How about you go with, this sucks, and I'm really sorry. We'll get it wrapped up as soon as we can. Right. I know this really, really sucks, and if I were you, I'd be mad, too. We're doing what we can to fix this. Appreciate your patience. Thank you for your F patience. You. <laughs> That's all I think. I have no patience. I want to smash the windows out of this plane and tear off the wings and beat you with them. I paid thousands <laughs> of dollars for a product and I'm not getting it, so shut up. Armstrong and Getty, you have disappointed me for the last time. These are your final thoughts. Here's a, here's your head in a bucket for that? Here's your host for Final Thoughts, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody on the crew to wrap things up for the day. Michael Angelo, our technical director, will lead off. Michael, final thought? Yeah, I was just thinking about, I think Jack had mentioned his kids were going to the water slide, and it brought back a childhood memory of mine. And uh, My dad was showing me how to put the mat, you know, how you sit on the mat to go down, but he didn't want to go down, and I pushed him, and he went down backwards. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, was, that was funny. Oh, I'm sure you loved that. I'm sure that was a good story for many years. Swift and harsh justice. Yeah. Wow. Katie Greener, esteemed newswoman. Katie, a final thought? Yeah. If I'm talking to someone that I'm close to or even my husband and they say, do you want to be helped, heard, or hugged? I'm out. That just right. sent me into next level. Right. Pissed. Yeah. If I'm if I'm really upset about something and you say that to me, it is that is not going to be good. Yeah, probably try to figure it out without actually using that sentence. Jack, a final thought? So I am taking the kids to the popular water park around here today, and it's $50 a person to get in, and it'll be packed, I'm sure. It's just another one of those I-don't-understand-the-economy situations. How does how did this many people have 50 bucks per person to spend on something like this? But apparently it's the haves and have-nots, income inequality, the 1% or something. Uh, my final thought for the day is to reiterate a, a stat we brought you earlier, and that was when we, Alejandro Mayorkas was before Congress saying, we have a system, the system is in place, the system works, these people get a notice to appear, blah, blah, blah. The figures are in now 18% of the catch and release folks. 18% check in with ICE and finish the process. Less than one out of five. Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people have thanked so little time. Go to armstrongandgetty.com. We have all sorts of great hot links for you. Just posted a bunch of new ones. You can grab some A&G swag, pick up a T-shirt. helps to keep the guys on the payroll. Love to hear from you. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. See you tomorrow. God bless America.
Armstrong and Getty. This is fabulous. Uh, perhaps you also know that hot dog is my favorite meat. And that, that was not, none of that did not come from a dog. But damn it. Let's not play games with this. This is the United States of America, for God's sake. Lie after lie after lie. Do not listen to the lies. This is what will happen to you. Nessus. Okay. This is all crazy. This is a mess. Yup. That's enough of that. I thank you. I'm just saying. Have a terrific day. Armstrong and Getty. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why GameBridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. GameBridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at GameBridge.io. Visit GameBridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information. What's up, y'all? Janice Torres here. And I'm Austin Hankwitz. We're the hosts of Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories, a podcast presented by iHeartRadio's Ruby Studios and Intuit QuickBooks. Join us as we speak with small business owners about the tools they use to turn their ideas into success. From finding that initial spark of entrepreneurship to organizing payments and invoices, we've got you covered. So follow and listen to Mind the Business, Small Business Success Stories on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts.